You are listening to Pandora's Box Radio with Kalia LaRoche. For more information about my products and services, counseling, coaching, hypnotherapy, books, and audios, please visit NarcissismFree.com or PathBackToSelf.com. Hello and welcome to Pandora's Box. This is Kalia. And today, the topic of our podcast is healing the abandonment wound. Abandonment is one of the universal fears shared by every living being. We often have this feeling like we were dropped off on this planet and just left here. We often feel disconnected and alone, craving that connection to something beyond our reach. We may find some comfort and connection in our human relationships, but even in these relationships, we often feel abandoned, left behind, unwanted, and unloved. Now, not everyone feels unwanted and unloved, and not everyone experiences abandonment fear in the same way. Some feel more connected than others, and many people have no clue how they feel. But for those of us who are on a healing path, striving to know ourselves more and understand our own inner world on a deeper level, we make exploring our feelings a necessary part of the journey. All feelings matter here, right? Your feelings are important, and it's okay to feel what you feel. There's no wrong feeling. There's only wrong ways to express our feelings because we don't want to hurt anybody, right? The abandonment wound is fear, and it contains within it many fears. There is the fear of being left behind, the fear of being unlovable, the fear of being unwanted, the fear that who you are doesn't matter, the fear of being alone, and the fear of losing a familiar support or comfort. The first layer of abandonment fear is the deepest layer that comes with the separation from what we call oneness. When we're in the mother's womb, we are connected to life, to source, to the mother, and all of our needs are automatically provided for. From a spiritual angle, when we are one with divinity, with God and all that is, we are also in oneness. When we're born onto this planet, we're born into separation, and it could seem quite violent upon entry. We go from a safe, warm, connected place and born into chaos. One of the first things that happen is the umbilical cord to our mother is cut, and we're on our own. Often we're taken away from the mother, poked and prodded and examined under bright lights, and it can be a rather hostile environment for a newborn baby who comes from that place of oneness and connection and warmth, We have a subconscious and superconscious memory of being in that oneness, and suddenly we're in separation. 
As little children, we cling to our mothers in effort to feel safe and connected, but we soon learn that we are separate from the mother. So the first layer of the abandonment wound is separation from oneness and separation from the mother. And then as life unfolds, we form attachments to others. And when those attachments are threatened, or we believe they're threatened, we experience the second layer of the abandonment wound. We may fear that we can't live without that person who we're attached to. We may fear our existence would be meaningless without them. As children, we're dependent upon our primary caregivers for our very life. We know on some unconscious, intuitive level that without that parent, we would die. We wouldn't exist. This same fear of not being able to exist without our primary person carries on into adulthood. And that primary person may not be that great of a person. It could be an abuser or a narcissist. The Stockholm Syndrome is a term used to describe people who become attached to those who literally hold their lives in their hands. In the case of the hostage situation during a bank robbery in Stockholm, Sweden, several women became attached or rather trauma bonded to their captors who literally had power over their very lives. There was a belief formed that if they imagined their captors cared for them, then they wouldn't hurt them or kill them. This likely alleviated their fear and anxiety in their hostage situation where their very lives were being threatened. The Stockholm Syndrome is common with victims of abusers who need to believe their abusers care for them in order to feel safe. It is a case of trauma bonding with one's abuser. Even in cases like this, the abandonment wound can be triggered in a major way if that relationship is threatened. I've seen more severe cases of abandonment fear in victims of narcissists who, although they were treated horribly, they can't let go of the false belief that the narcissist cares for them. And the attachment or bond is a real one. Many victims of narcissistic abuse have a very difficult time letting go of that relationship. The abandonment wound is so severe that they are ripe for the Hoover maneuver, or rather being sucked back into that relationship at the convenience of the narcissist. So in my practice, I work with people to heal that abandonment pain to the point where they can let go of the relationship and bond back to the self and source. I believe that one of the reasons the abandonment wound is so intense is that the narcissist in his or her need to be the center of the universe for the beloved causes the victim of this sinister kind of abuse to focus exclusively on them. As a result, the victim of abuse minimizes or cuts off from her other relationships, and the narcissist is not only her primary attachment, but sometimes 
her only attachment. The more destabilized she becomes in the relationship as a result of the abuse, the more she leans on the narcissist for comfort and support. The narcissist is also a master at the devalue and discard. So he or she can abruptly leave the relationship without explanation or care for the feelings of the person who's just been left. This leaves the victim in a state of confusion, in horrible pain and loss, and struggling with the feeling that they're so inadequate that nobody would want them. They may have been told during the relationship that nobody else could love them, like the narcissist, or nobody else would want them because of all of their problems. These words not only cut deeply, but they're delivered in such an emotional state that the subconscious absorbs these words as truth. The victim of abuse can be left feeling like a child whose mother has just abandoned them. There can be a very desperate, needy emptiness that couldn't be filled by anyone but the narcissist. So we have two different layers of abandonment pain. The deeper primal layer and the attachment layer. And both layers are typically going to be present with people when they're in abandonment pain. Oftentimes when someone loses their spouse to death, they feel abandoned by that spouse. The thought is, how could you die and leave me here? It may not be logical. Because abandonment pain isn't logical. It's a deep emotional pain that comes from separation and loss. Of course, abandonment pain is triggered with divorce and separation in a primary relationship, more so with the partner who's being left or cheated on or divorced. The one who leaves may feel abandonment pain too because the person they're leaving has been a primary attachment for so long. But one who leaves a partner for someone else may feel comforted by the new attachment, which will alleviate the pain of loss to the partner that they're separating from. Now, some people will ask me if the narcissist feels abandonment pain. And the answer is yes. If they don't have a primary attachment, they're like a ship out of water, desperate for their source of supply. The issue with narcissists is that they can more easily trade in one attachment for another, just as easily as they can trade in an old car for a shiny new one. It's usually much more painful for the old car that has been discarded like a piece of trash. There's no greater sense of abandonment. So you're probably wondering, what can we do about the abandonment wound? How can we heal it? Now, first of all, you have to recognize that it is there, which is why we're talking about it today. You need to understand how the fear is showing up in your life. Where are you feeling abandoned, discarded, unloved, unwanted, and left alone? When do you feel it the strongest? With whom do you feel it the strongest? Is this a pattern in your primary relationships? 
How is or was your relationship with your mother or primary caregivers in childhood? Do you have any deep abandonment memories in these relationships? After you do a deep dive into your own understanding of yourself and how abandonment pain shows up in your life, you can work to heal it. Now, here are some ways that you can begin to heal abandonment pain right now. The first way is through self-soothing. If you didn't feel soothed as a child when you were feeling separated, isolated, left alone, or hurt, you may not have learned how to soothe yourself. Soothing yourself involves calming yourself down when you're anxious, talking to yourself in a soothing manner, and doing things that regulate you and your nervous system, such as deep breathing, going for a walk in nature, meditation, and prayer. The second is inner child healing. Now, we all have a child within us. The subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between the past, present, and future. So any traumatic experiences in childhood that resulted in an abandonment wound are still alive and well on the level of the subconscious. So we need to connect with that child we once were and offer that child love, connection, and positive attention. It may involve holding a stuffed animal and imagine that you're hugging and holding the child. It may involve talking gently and lovingly to that inner child and letting it know that everything is going to be okay. You need to learn to provide a safe container for that child so it can feel secure within that container. And most importantly, you don't want to abandon your own inner child by ignoring its cries for attention. Now, the third way to deal with abandonment pain is spiritual practice. If you think about the deepest layers of abandonment pain coming from separation from source, it would make sense that connection to the source could resolve the issues. So when I say source, I mean whatever your idea of God is. If you can find ways to enter into the field of oneness through meditation, breath work, and or being in nature, you may be able to feel connected to source again. Oftentimes, my hypnotherapy clients enter into this feeling of divine connection during their sessions and feel a deep sense of relaxation and peace. They also feel that sense of oneness. So we can find this connection within ourselves. We just need to practice deep relaxation and visualization that we're in the light of love or in the light of the divine. Okay, the fourth way to heal abandonment pain is to foster deeper connections with others. And although I feel that the best way to heal abandonment pain is to connect with self and source or God, other people can also offer a lot of strength, love, and support if you find the right people. When you foster deeper connections with others, you won't feel so alone and disconnected. 
going to meditation groups, prayer groups, breathwork classes, therapy groups, and other healing types of groups, you will likely begin to foster feelings of connection within these groups. So stay connected to others. Now, the fifth way to heal abandonment is to work one-on-one with healers and therapists who are not afraid of deep connection. Because remember, I've said this before, a therapist can only take you as deep as they themselves have gone. So it doesn't matter how much education or schooling a therapist has, if that therapist hasn't gone deep into their own psyche and done their own inner work in a major way, especially on an emotional level, they're going to have some blockages and resistances to be able to take others to that place. So when you find someone, find someone who you feel has done their deep work, which is no small feat. And any of you who are doing your deep work know that it's no small feat. It's a lot of work. So, um, you know, you could get a massage, which can help you to feel more connected. And, you know, of course, a massage therapist uh, is a little different than a uh, therapist that works on an emotional level. So that massage therapist just needs to know how to give a great massage. You can have a therapy session of some kind. You can do hypnotherapy or anything that causes you to feel nurtured and connected. You might try out some different kinds of things. And sixth, and the final way to heal abandonment pain is to get out in nature. Go hike in nature. I talk a lot about being in nature because it's the ultimate healer. People don't realize that we have this this place that we can go that's so healing. And taking a long walk or a long hike in the wilderness, either alone or with someone, and just allow yourself to take in the majesty of nature, it can give you a sense of oneness or connection with nature. And you may realize that you're not so alone. You're really part of this vast universe. It's also very important to realize that one other human being is not your only source of love or connection. There are many people seeking connection with others. As human beings, we're all about connecting. And many people feel lonely, isolated, and disconnected. But this is typically their own doing. They may isolate themselves out of lack of trust in others lack of trust in God, and even lack of trust in themselves. They may see others as a threat rather than a source of connection. So if you're seeking connection and don't want to feel so alone in your life, you need to reach out and connect with others and work through any trust issues that you might have with yourself or in therapy so that you can allow people into your life. There are many good people in the world who would love to connect with you. You simply need to make the effort. As you have a deeper bond with yourself and your own inner child, as well as your own higher self, that's the part of you that lives, I would say, 
partly in your physicality and partly in that spiritual realm. You'll naturally have a deeper connection with others. It starts at home with self. And this is what most people I work with struggle with. It's so easy to focus outside of ourselves, to focus on other people, to reach out to that person that we perceive as abandoning and try to get our needs for connection met out there. Self-soothing and interconnection is such an important part of our healing path. Can you relate to the saying, I will likely abandon others before they can abandon me? Well, this is also very common. Those who have strong abandonment fear may appease that fear by abandoning the other before the other can abandon them. Gives them a sense of control over their own fears. I encourage you to face those fears within yourself And if you have an intense abandonment wound that's showing up in your current relationship, I would encourage you to bring your attention back to yourself. Focus on healing your abandonment wound, even if you are in a relationship. If you have a good relationship that's not a toxic bond or with a narcissist, healing your abandonment wound will make that relationship much stronger. This is because you aren't acting out for fear of avoiding real or imagined abandonment. You will build your trust level in yourself to know that you will be okay with yourself should something happen in that relationship or to that other person or should they decide to end the relationship. Knowing that you can rely on yourself is important. You're an adult and you will be okay, even if that other person is gone. Now, you may be sad. You may feel lonely for a time, but you still will be okay. You will live again and you will love again. It's when you put all your eggs in one basket and believe that this one person is the end-all be-all that gets you into trouble. We can't give any one person this much power in our lives unless it is ourselves. Because we came into the world and we exit this world alone. We need to be able to rely on ourselves. Now, this doesn't mean we don't have healthy, interdependent relationships with others. It just means that we don't make any one person outside of ourselves our God. Our God is within us, and this is the essence we need to connect with first and foremost. The sad truth is, if you're someone who gives all your power to your significant other, you may find that you attract people who also give their power away to you to make them happy and heal all their wounds. Or you may attract people who take advantage of the fact that you've made them your God. If you have a strong, loving, and enduring relationship with yourself, and you know you can rely upon yourself no matter what happens in the relationship, You can walk away from a relationship if it's toxic 
or unhealthy. If you foster a dependent relationship on a narcissist or an addict and believe that you need this person in your life, regardless of how unhealthy their behavior is, you'll end up giving up all of your power to this person and feeling powerless in your life. And there's nothing that feels worse and more disconnecting than powerlessness. When you're feeling powerless, it's time to take back your power from wherever you've given it and reconnect with yourself. Connection with yourself and finding the true self in the midst of the insecurities, the fears, and the illusions is the key to healing the abandonment wound. It's a journey. You don't just get rid of it. You heal it through self-love and connection with the divine source within. If you need help or guidance to heal this wound, which can be very intense at times, please reach out and connect with someone who has experience helping others to heal from abandonment pain. You don't have to do this alone, even if it's an inside job. Now, I put together something very special for you today. It's a hypnosis audio download which is really a hypnosis session. So if you can't afford a hypnosis session with me or you want to have something in addition to having a hypnosis session with me, I put together a new hypnosis audio called Healing the Abandonment Wound that you can download. It's only $19.97, less than $20, And it will take you a long way for that price. This will take you into a deeply relaxed state and connect you with your inner child and the divine source within. Listening to this program daily can make a big difference in how you feel. So to get this program, please go to my website at NarcissismFree.com and on the top menu bar, click on the self-hypnosis downloads link at the top of the page and then just scroll down to where you see healing the abandonment wound and click on that. I will also put a link in the description. If you'd like to have individual therapy or hypnotherapy with me, please contact me through my website at NarcissismFree.com. So happy healing to you, and I look forward to connecting with you in the next podcast.